anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to Soul Wizards. You're thinking, you said people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 316 of the So Wizard Podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I'm here, but barely. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagans. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. And of course, if we're going to talk about DCEU, there's only one man who can answer the call. The one, the only, Ico the Rain Man. So wizard, cold like cold blizzards. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back. It's great to have you back again, Ico. We haven't had you here Thanks since we had you, everyone. It's been a while. So, of course, with everything going on at DC Fandome, we had to have you back. But you are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got all the news, trailers, and things from the DC Fandome event, and we're going to rate them using our new patented rating machine, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Before we get into all of that, Iko, how the hell are you, and what's been going on with you since the last time we've seen you? Well, I've been very good. Thank you guys for having me. Um, so wait, last time I was here, we saw we talked about Joker, I guess, right? All right. Well, I just to update you quickly on the last DCE movie that I watched. Uh, I wasn't a big fan, but uh, outside of the movies that I did or did not like, I've been well. I've been working on a couple secret projects. Um, let's see here. I've been working on filming a couple short films that I'm trying to get released throughout the rest of the year, and I'm trying to stay COVID free. That's pretty much it. It's been a very weird, weird year. That's true, dude. How's um how's the music coming along? Music is coming good. I'm probably going to be releasing another mixtape come September. It'll be another solo project. This one is going to be something a little bit quicker. It's not going to take as long as the last couple projects that I put out. But I've sort of switched gears. So right now I'm like 60% working on like film and like video production stuff. And then like the other 40% will probably be geared towards music, at least currently. Nice. Yeah, dude. I saw the trailer for uh for the new flick. It looks pretty cool. Oh, thank you. Um, I actually can't wait for you guys to get a hold of it. So I had like this idea where I'm directing five projects and they're all based off of like intellectual properties. So the first one is loosely based off of Stephen King's It. Mm-hmm. I thought if I were to direct short films that are based off of like IP that people are big fans of, like it, it's probably easier to garnish more attention. Yep. So what I did was, well, the story is basically about a black man who's being followed by Pennywise when he's trying to leave work one night. And Pennywise starts manifesting himself into things that this black man is scared of, primarily being the police officer that shows up halfway through the movie. And it gets into this really weird, physical, and like scary encounter. But you don't really know it's a Pennywise or an It movie, either A, unless you've been told by me or sort of kept up with the marketing, or you wait till the final shot at the end. So we... (laughs) We went overboard with trying to make it look as authentic as possible, like when it comes to like Pennywise kind of stuff. So that's the material that I was going for. And this was all written before, you know, the George Floyd protests and before COVID. I was just like, I just want to tell this story about this black man who's being haunted by Pennywise. Yeah. So here's my short film. I can't wait. Can't wait to see it. Thanks, guys. We look forward to you being sued for uh, using (laughs) other people's intellectual property. That's not going to happen. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Well, the trailer does look great. Aubrey, what's going on? I'm still waking up. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing much to report on my classes start uh, tomorrow. Other than that, I got nothing. 
<laughs> All right. It is early in the morning as we record this to accommodate schedules. So, Mark Ellis, it's early in the a.m. How are you feeling today? Hashtag no weeks off, baby. That's the way we do it. <laughs> uh, Who came up with that idea? I know, right? Who the hell thought of that? Who thought of that? And why were they allowed to leave the show after two years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It seemed like a great idea six years ago. Now I'm like, oh, my God, what are yeah. we what are we doing? Wait, how long? How many years has it been? It said six years since you've been doing So Wizard. Yeah, yeah. This is our six-year anniversary. You're actually on our uh, our very momentous episode. Six years, wow. no weeks off. Wait, really? Oh, holy shit. Well, congrats. You guys, listen, I have to explain to you, to any of the listeners who are listening right now to this thing that you can listen to, it is very, very difficult to get two other people together every day to put out this fucking podcast i couldn't get my best friends who live in the same town as me to record an episode of my podcast every week so the fact that you guys went on six years you know uh i would start clapping right now but i don't want to fuck with the audio but congrats like that's that's badass thanks we appreciate that yeah i guess we like each other Eh, we tolerate each other for now Uh, I have a question, though, just because I am curious. I, I feel like I probably have asked you guys this before, but how did you guys all meet? Did you guys all live in like the same town? Did you guys meet online, kind of like how we all did? Or h- how did you guys like sort of get to know each other? And give me the a quick little history of So Wizard. If we, you know, since this is the anniversary episode, I do want to know. Joey was my boss. Oh, shit. <laughs> Where'd you guys work he at? James Tom. <laughs> Whoa! The plot thickens further. If you if you didn't think we weren't hiring her the second she walked in the door, I mean, come on. <laughs> I feel you, bro. My my, uh, my assistant manager's like, "There's an interview today." I'm like, "Okay," and I'm like, "Oh, a cute blonde girl with glasses. <laughs> Fill out this paperwork. You start Monday." <laughs> um, let's see. I was friends with Mark through Tom for a long time, and then I knew Aubrey from working at GameStop. And that was just okay. kind of weird, incestuous relationship where we all kind of came together. We knew we wanted a girl, so we got Aubrey on the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fairly, fairly interesting. Wow, that's pretty awesome. So Joey is the ringleader, huh? You are the MC, the master of ceremonies. You're the one that sort of brought everybody together, ironically. Yeah, I mean, I had um, experience from being in a band of wrangling people like as you mentioned just now like trying to get everybody to do things uh, i used to be in a ska punk band that had at times up to 11 members wow so i'm i'm very used to uh being the dad and wrangling everybody to get things done so okay you got management skills i, I always laugh we, there was a guy in our band uh, paul who was on his own time <laughs> so like we always joke about Paul time and it was, all right, we have a show in Syracuse and it takes four hours to get there. So we need to leave by two thirty PM and everybody's like, all right, what time are we meeting where we would all meet up and be like, all right, everybody should start getting there around one thirty. And I was like, don't tell Paul. <laughs> and then I would tell Paul, yeah, we're probably going to start meeting around 11 o'clock. Cause then when he would roll in at one thirty, he would actually be on time. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like me. So, <laughs> But yeah, so I, I've been using my uh, band organizing skills to keep us going. So it's, it's good. It's good. And everybody. Yeah, I, I try to manage. I wouldn't call it a band, but I try to manage a group of hip hop artists and I try to run a podcast and I was unsuccessful at both. So, Joey, <laughs> congratulations, sir. Thanks. I think the next step is after podcasting is uh, when's that rap album coming out? <laughs> we made one in high school, but it's never seen the light of day. So. Oh, I am going to hound you for that album as soon as we get off the air. I want it immediately. All right. Well, Aubrey, any words for our six-year anniversary? I know you're waking up, but imagine you've woken up into a world where year seven is starting right now. I I don't know how we did it. It's it's really surreal. (laughs) I can't believe I actually um, committed to something for six years. You say that every single year. I love it. <laughs> can't believe I've been doing I, this for four years. I can't believe I've been doing this for five years. I'm always blown away. Mark any words for six years of podcast? 
Uh, yeah, if I ever get a time machine, I will definitely travel back six years ago and see like, no, don't do it. Just just walk away. You'll, you'll appear in, in Tom's house and as soon as the words <laughs> no weeks oh, start coming out of his mouth, you'll just slap him across the face. <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh, I'm going to jump back in time and be like, Aubrey is the key. Aubrey is the key. <laughs> you better grow a crustache and dress like a Fels- hobo samurai. Fell asleep editing a video. Joey comes back through time. Aubrey's the key. <laughs> Taking weeks off is the key. (laughs) (laughs) I got to work on my crustache. But there's a there's a benefit though to guys keeping up that momentum though because like me and my girlfriend were talking about like a lot of I don't know. All right, obviously podcasting is different, but social media does have certain algorithms where like the more you post, the more consistently you're posting, like the more likely your your tweets or your posts are going to be seen by people. And I feel like that's probably the same way with you guys because, like, you know, sometimes people get into a show and then it just ends or it's not consistent. But the fact that you are able to keep that consistency, it provides a level of it, – it gives people who listen to your show a routine, kind of like myself. Like, any time that there's nerdy news, I tune into your show because I was telling Joey this the other day. Like, I don't – I have a lot of friends, but I don't have many friends who are, like – specifically into like the movie culture like all of us are so it's good to have that like avenue that route that you guys provide to be able to sort of just because like even though like when i listen to your guys show and you guys are talking about like you know marvel movies or dc movies like even though i sometimes i can't like respond to you guys back it allows like my brain like that sort of like conversational release that i would want to have like with my friends when i you know, walk out of like a cool movie or like when you see like a really cool new trailer. And I'm sure you guys like because you guys have continued and, you know, for six years, like your fan base is probably huge. You know, you guys have your dedicated and loyal followers. They wouldn't have been there if you took any weeks off. So I don't know if that's worth it for you guys, but, you know, I'm sure Joy appreciates those numbers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We appreciate each and every person that listens to the show. No, it, it's it's you, it, it, you can't we can't stop now. It's too late. We've already committed we, to this. Right. We got to go around the dial. We can't turn back. It's like a badge of honor. We're like masochists with no life. It's like a badge of honor. You like, you know, if some guys like, oh, man, I'm really upset at myself because I, I, I made a mistake. And then you're like, I made a mistake and I flogged myself <laughs> <laughs> and I'm bleeding everywhere. But look how tough I am. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> So we were like, I have a podcast. We put out episodes every now and then. We put out an episode every week. <laughs> hey, Joey, you got any words for uh, six years in? Um, I'm excited because this is now officially the longest um, artistic endeavor I've ever, if you want to call this artistic endeavor I've ever done in my life. We've officially passed the band uh, as of right now. So that's good. And uh, yeah, no, it's great. I love you guys. I uh, love doing the show. love everybody that listens. And here we go. Year seven starts now. So enough about us. Mark Ellis, why don't I tell the listeners where they can find more Soul Wizard Podcast? All right. So everybody can go to soulwizardpodcast.com. Check out new episodes every week. Uh, you can find movie reviews uh, eventually from yours truly. Uh, you will find some Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu streaming picks from our buddy the awesome Adam Wally Hawk. Uh, a great way to support our little podcast is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. Click on a big A, do your Amazon shopping, receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our tiny little podcast. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, so definitely get at us, uh, especially if you disagree with something that we don't that we uh, have to say on the show. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. You can find us on a Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. We're on Podbean, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, YouTube. We have a Patreon page, patreon.com backslash so is a podcast where you can support the show monthly and receive bonus content. A shout out to all of our fellow podcasters in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Back to you, Joey. I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass P word. Make that pullout game weak. I love that. I love that drop so much. I had to bring it back. (laughs) All right. Well, 
we have some news to talk about this week. And that's all we're going to talk about. There was the DC yeah. FanDome event, and there was a ton of trailers, a ton of announcements, a ton of news. So we're just going to go through it, and we're going to rate it with our new rating system. This is the uh, official So Wizard Podcast DCEU Do You Bleed a Meter. Jesus. So and, foul. Uh, we'll be rating things on a scale of zero to five, with five, I love it, being the best, and zero being the worst. And if it's a zero, it's a. Kalel, no. Perfect. All right. So, Markel, start running us through all the things from the DC Fando. All right. So, starting at the top of the list, we got a look uh, look at a second trailer for Wonder Woman 84. It includes mm-hmm. our first look at Cheetah in full Cheetah-ness and a, a few more scenes oh, with yeah, our yeah. buddy Steve Trevor. So, let's go around the room. What did you guys think of this new footage for Wonder Woman? Let's start with our guest. I go to Rain Man. Yo, I'm so excited for Cats Part 2. <laughs> this movie's going to be tight, son. You feel me? No, I'm just kidding. I saw the trailer last night after, you know, a lot of crying. And <laughs> it looks really good. It looks really good. I love Gal Gadot. She's pretty. But for some reason, every time she speaks, she sounds like Ivanka Trump trying to read from like a teleprompter. And I can't get that out of my head. So there's that. Oh, yes, I'm excited for the movie. Um, on a scale from that's gonna be, I like it, uh, right? That, that's the highest scale you could probably give the scale. You give it a you got to give it a number between zero and five. How much do you love it? Oh, zero and five. Oh, uh, I'd probably say like about a 4.5 or a five. Whoa, a five out of five wow. of how much I give a fuck, yeah, <laughs> or how much of, of Wonder Woman 2 of this trailer, I, yeah. Oh, the trailer? Yeah. Oh, I thought the trailer was awesome. I'd probably say, oh, okay, the trailer itself, yep. um, about a four. Okay. Give it a four. All right. All right. All right. Aubrey, what about you? How do you feel about Wonder Woman 84? Second look. I'm excited. I really liked the first one, so I'm really excited to see this one. I don't really know how I feel about uh, Steve Trevor coming back. I think that that's kind of stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm excited. All right. And I give it a, um, a 4.5 as well. Ooh, high marks. High they, marks. They should bring him back in every movie and then kill him off at the end. Just so we're like, by the fourth movie, Wonder Woman is just like this wreck of a person. <laughs> <laughs> or she just won't care anymore. All right, Joey, what about you, dude? Oh, man. All right. Well, you know, the sequel to the most overrated two and a half out of five movie there is. Let's see. I, I mean, it looks good. I, I think the FX on the uh, Cheetah are uh, still not done, which is fine. It's just a trailer. But I'm, I read all the spoilers for the movie already, and it, and it seems like it's playing out to what the spoilers said. And I wasn't thrilled with those spoilers. So uh, my excitement's probably about a two. Okay. I, I agree with uh, Iko. I'm not a huge Gal Gadot fan. I think she sounds like Tommy Wiseau, and it really does take me out of the movie. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's hilarious. There's I know. A- Send your hate mail to SoWizardPodcast <laughs> at Yahoo.com. Joey, what's your phone number? <laughs> uh, there, there's a part in a, in a movie, in a trailer, where she's like, Barbara, what did you do? And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I actually, I'm actually psyched that Steve Trevor is back. He had, like, some of the best lines in the trailer. So, um, yeah, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a, a three. Three out of five. I like it. I love it. I love it. Next, we got a behind-the-scenes look at the Suicide Squad. We didn't get a full trailer, but we did get finally get a character reveal. Uh, showed who everyone was playing, what all the actors were playing. It's a huge cast. And we got some looks at what's, what the filming was like with uh, James Gunn behind the camera. So, uh, yeah, again, let's go around the room. What did you think of the Suicide Squad footage that they showed and the uh the character reveal uh let's start with aubrey this time i think there's way too many characters um i think it's going to become way too uh confusing and complicated so i'm going to give it a uh, two all right two all right all right uh aiko what did you think of uh suicide squad 
Um, I will disagree with one thing Aubrey said. I think a lot of those characters are probably going to be killed off, like, as a joke. Like, when you watch some of the interview, you can tell that some of them were just literally cast to just be killed off. But I do agree with Aubrey in the sense of, like, I don't really care for what I watch. I love behind-the-scenes footage. But the Batman, they only filmed, like, 20 to 30% of that movie, and then we got a trailer. And this movie's done, and we didn't get any trailer. So I'll probably give it a two as well. Uh, I was thinking the exact same thing about that. I figure, how did they, how did they not have a trailer for this movie and one for Batman? It makes no sense. All right. As someone who makes trailers, you can make a trailer out of anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Joey, what about you, dude? How did you feel about behind-the-scenes Suicide Squad? You guys are the worst. <laughs> uh, I thought this looks amazing. I'm super pumped. Um, James Gunn is awesome. Has James Gunn made a bad movie? I don't think so. Maybe Tromeo and Juliet, I guess, if, if you're really digging. James Gunn is awesome. Um, the cast looks great. Harley Quinn has her best live-action costume yet. Uh, I don't know how people are going to pull that off for Halloween, but I'm sure they'll find a way. John Cena as the peacemaker, like, let me in immediately. Let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks great. It looks goofy and fun, exactly like I was expecting from James Gunn. And it's supposed to be a spiritual sequel to the original comic book series. So that was one of my favorite series of all time. And, and it just looks good. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, I know, God, not to say this, but it does look like it could have been a Marvel movie. So mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe that's why I'm so excited about it. But uh, I am all in on this. Uh, five out of five. Ooh. Is it going to be rated R? Probably not. Well, I think if the Harley Quinn movie was rated R, this one has a pretty good chance. So we'll see. That's true. That's very true. But Harley Quinn, uh, it didn't do that well at the box office. So they might want to ease that back. Suicide Squad looks like it's going to have a, a little bit more broad appeal, I would think. I don't know. I think people. I think that movie didn't make any money because Harley Quinn is not as popular as many people thought. I think more people went to go see the Suicide Squad because of the Joker being sort of promoted as the villain of the movie when that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, well, I'm just glad that even though this isn't technically Suicide Squad Part 2, that they still got the same cast. I was glad to see uh, Viola Davis back as Amanda Waller. And um, even Captain Boomerang looked pretty cool. His like glowing boomerangs that he was throwing looked pretty badass. So uh yeah, I'm like, I'm four out of five. Four out of five for this one. I, I love it. Yes. I love it. <laughs> uh, all right. So, all right. So let, let's get into, let's get into one of the, the, the video games that came out. Uh, we got a look at the Gotham Knights game. Now, this one is from Montreal Studios and it has like a really cool visual look. They actually showed some of the gameplay in it. Uh, this is a story about what happens when Batman dies and uh, uh, the other members of the Bat family have to step up and stop Gotham City from going into craziness. So even though I'm not a big video game person, I actually really enjoyed the footage. Um, I, I was confused about something, but I'll, I'll save that for the end. Uh, what did you guys think of Gotham Knights video game? Let's start with Joey. Well, it looks awesome. The other games in the series are awesome. And you know what? I'm never, ever, ever going to have the time to play it. So <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it's a weird thing for me to score. It's weird that there's a Batman game without Batman. I feel like he'll probably just show up halfway through the game or something. Oh. Maybe, he'll be, maybe he'll be DLC or something later on. <laughs> Pay five but, bucks to play as Batman. Right. So I, I, I do want to play this. I'd love to just play as Robin and play through the whole game. But man, it's two-player co-op, so me and my son could play it. So maybe we'll get it. We'll see. But... I still have games from Christmas I've barely even touched, so <laughs> I'm going to give it a three out of five, but it really should be like a four or four and a half, but it's just for me personally, I know I'm never going to be able to sit down and have the time to play through it, so mm. it's a three. Oh, boy. All right. All right. Sorry. Eiko, <laughs> how about you, man? How do you feel about this trailer? Uh, five out of five. Wow. So, quick story. <laughs> I was on my way over to my girlfriend's house while this was premiering. Like I'm driving and then my phone is over to the side and I'm driving a stick shift car, which makes it impossible for you to focus on your, well, you shouldn't be driving and paying attention to your phone in the first place. But when that trailer came on, I just stopped my car. I just pulled over to the side of the road and I was like, Oh my God. Like, I swear to God, I literally was just blown away. I don't know if we're allowed to spoil anything, can we throw out a spoiler alert? But 
Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Spoiler alert. I had seen the future and I had to prevent it. Okay. So in Arkham Knight, Batman dies. There, which is the last Batman game that they like released. So this sort of seems to be continuing off of, all right, Batman blew up the Wayne Mansion. Like everything is destroyed. Now it's up to, you know, the Bat family to take over. So that's the story. There was a secret tease at the end that Batman still may be alive or is possibly traveling through time or whatever. But yeah, that's a five out of five. Nice. And suddenly I'm reminded of the end of Halloween. <laughs> like, we think he's dead, but the house burned down, but you don't see a body. So, um, yeah. all right, Aubrey, what about you, sweetie? What did you think of Gotham Knights? Um, I'm a huge fan of all the Batman games. Um, I like the Rocksteady Studios ones more, so I'm a little bit concerned that this is going into the hands of somebody else. But I absolutely love the Batman games. I've almost 100% in every single one of them. So, oh wow, I'm five out of five. Oh, yeah. five out of five. Ah, I love it. This right. is this is the team that did Arkham Origins, which was still pretty good. It wasn't as good as the other uh, Rocksteady games, but I know what you mean. I'm ex- I'm more excited for this game than I am Suicide Squad game. Okay. Dropping the mic. Uh, yeah, not being a big gamer, uh, I will probably never ever play this game, but I'll definitely watch someone else do it. Um, the thing that confused me is that they showed like this uh, footage before, you know, of all of the characters before the, the gameplay, and you see him in all these really cool costumes, and I'm like, oh, those costumes look cool. And then when they showed the actual gameplay, like the Batgirl costume is completely different. So I feel like they kind of rope a doped me somehow. So um, now it's uh, you're. I saw that too, and that actually made me super excited because <laughs> that means you'll probably be able to customize uh, your character's like look. Okay. Like, so that's like a common thing in a lot of sort of. They're probably adding like role playing aspects to it where you could upgrade your armor, you can get different outfits and stuff. Because in the other Arkham games, if isn't that right, Arbery? There's like a bunch of costumes that you can get in the game. There's not just like one costume, right? Yeah, in the. In the last one, they they had all the different costumes um, and, and different Batmobiles, too. Well, if they can throw in the uh, Yvonne DiCarlo Batgirl suit, I'm buying that game. That's, that's, <laughs> that's money out of my pocket right there. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm going to give this a uh, three out of five because uh, the Mr. Freeze stuff looks pretty cool. I'll give him that. All right. So uh, back on the movie side, let's talk about this little thing that's been a... Uh, it's been like a thorn in the, in the side of uh, DC fanboys all over the place. It is another look at Zack Snyder's Justice League. Not the Snyder Cut. We're going to retire that name. It is now officially Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, we got. A is it really? <laughs> that's what they're calling it. That's, that's what they that's what they know. I was I'm not even saying that as a joke. <laughs> I wasn't sure like what they're actually calling the movie. Is it Justice League, the Snyder Cut or is it Zack Snyder's Justice League or mm-hmm. or? I was I was actually confused on that. Yeah, everything official that came out yesterday showed Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh wow! Okay. So it's you know it, people have been wanting it. We, everyone's been excited to get some to look at some new footage, and they finally dropped like a big fat trailer with a lot of stuff in it. So uh, yeah, let's go around the room and see what did we think of all of this Zack Snyder goodness that was bestowed upon us. Uh, we got to start with our guest Eiko. Eiko, dude. How'd you feel about this? It's been a long time coming. <laughs> Holy shit. I got very emotional yesterday. Uh, it sounds silly. It, it's not just because I'm excited to see this movie. It it was more of the principle of someone that I look up to as a filmmaker is getting like his due. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was just amazing. I will have to admit, though, that I am kind of disappointed in the trailer in how it was presented, but that's a different conversation itself. It's still a five out of five experience for me, but as far as like a trailer goes, I'd probably have to give it like a three and a half or a four because I'm going to rant a little, just a tiny little bit longer than I should be. Like the Batman, that trailer is like a trailer kind of giving me an idea of what the movie is about, mm-hmm. whether this was more of a teaser. And if you noticed, every shot of the, this teaser was 
basically showing the audience, hey, this is alternate scenes from scenes you might have already seen and some stuff that you haven't seen. So it, I, all right, I'm going to shut up. It was amazing. Five <laughs> out of five. I cried a lot, by the way. I have footage of it. I filmed it. Whether or not I will release that to the public is yet to be determined. No, release the Ico cut. We want to see it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Joey, how did you feel about Zack Snyder's Justice League? Um, I'm excited. It's happening for a lot of reasons. One, it's going to give us something to talk about. Uh, two, I can't believe it's actually happening after, what has it been, two years of people yelling and screaming on social media about it? Like, I can't believe it's actually happening. It's real. It's a thing that's happening, which is, is stunning that this happened just to see it happen in real time of like people almost forcing Warner Brothers' hands to make this happen is crazy. I, I do like Zack Snyder a lot, despite the fact that I don't like his DCEU movies. I do like a lot of his other movies, so seeing him get his due. And it's like, whether or not you liked Man of Steel and beat Batman vs. Superman, which I did not, Justice League was supposed to be part of his storyline that he didn't get to finish. So to see him get to actually sit down and finish what he started is is interesting. I want to see what they do with it, but I don't know how much you can do with it because the original movie as presented by Joss Whedon is a turd. So we'll see. But I'm excited to have something to talk about. I'm excited to check it out for four hours. <laughs> and uh, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know if, how Aubrey's going to make it through a four hour Justice League movie, but we're going to we're going to try. We're going to prop her up on the couch and make it make it happen. All right, Aubrey, how do you feel uh, about what you saw regarding Zack Snyder's Justice League footage? I, I really love um, Zack's work, so I'm excited to see where that goes. I'm going to have to watch the original first just so I remember it because I don't remember too much from it. But I'm, I love Zack's work, so I'll give it a four. All right. All right, Joey, did you give it a number? Oh, I didn't give it a rating. Um, I'm going to say a four out of five. Not because I'm super excited for Justice League, but I'm excited for everything that comes around with it, like having stuff to talk about. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I- I'm excited to see the whole carnival that surrounds it, not so much the movie yeah. itself. So I'm going <laughs> for it. I-, I agree with Joey. It's fascinating. The not even the movie itself, but the fact that Warner Brothers is doing this. It's, it's crazy. Aubrey, I would suggest um, not watching the other version of Justice League, just watch Man of Steel and Batman v Superman and let that lead you right into Zack Snyder's Justice League. We'll just forget the other movie even happened. That might be the best. That's, at least that's what I'm going to do. I think I would only watch it just for comparison's sake so I can see no, like, what exactly yeah. is different. I, I did that recently too and it was it was bad. It's funny too because that the line that we we're making fun of for hello, no <laughs> and the, the do you bleed line, like is is pretty pretty cringeworthy and uh but yeah it, it's it's worth watching just because as to study it it's interesting interesting trash <laughs> uh yeah uh, one thing i will say is i did enjoy the uh the hallelujah song that they played throughout the trailer i thought that was a that was very Zack snyder-ish that i i kind of appreciated mm-hmm. that it kind of it kind of brought me back into the world that he established with man of steel and batman v superman it gave me those kind of watchman feels and it's like oh yeah yeah this yeah. is a, this is a Zack snyder flick isn't it and i also love the scene the line at the end with uh batman with saying Bruce. that yeah and he's like the you know he might have fought you know other demons and, and all of that but he hasn't fought all of us together united and i'm like I feel like that's for like the fans. I feel like that's for all of the people that wanted the Snyder cut. It was like, yeah, you know, we, we uh, banded together and we did this. And you know That is true. We we are oh, the we are the force that's going to make this difference. And um I feel like that line was kind just of gave me goosebumps, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, I feel like that line was kind of like especially for the the people that have been fighting for this for so long. So yeah. Um this the the picture of the Justice League, um building like in shambles that that visually looked really cool so i'm like you know what maybe i will get hbo max and and watch four hours of this you um, know funny that scene of the justice league building was actually just a storyboard like probably six months to eight months ago and they actually filmed and seemed uh, it's probably all cg mm-hmm. but there is a lot of this movie that's still being filmed and i'm actually curious to find out at least afterwards 
how much uh, outside of like the CG and finishing the special effects, like how much filming actually went into completing this movie. It'd yeah. be fascinating to find out. And they're also, oh yeah, by the way, they're gonna you don't have to watch this movie as a movie. They're releasing. It's gonna take four weeks to watch this entire thing because they're releasing an episode a week. Each episode's an hour long, so they're doing it Game of Thrones style or Watchmen style. If you guys watched Watchmen on HBO. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a bold move. It's kind of a bold move. I'm, I'm sure eventually once uh, the world goes back to normal, we will be able to sit down in a theater, in an IMAX theater, and watch the whole four-hour version of this. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, oh, see, yeah. we'll see how that goes. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a four out of five. I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but uh, I I agree with, with, with Joey. You know, it's he set up something in Man of Steel and carried it over through Batman v Super, Superman. So, I'm glad to see him finish out his his trilogy so yeah good or bad i'm I'm down for it so yeah four out of five for me just give me more lex luther i love it all right so uh let's uh really quickly jump back to the video games we got a look at suicide squad killed the justice league i believe is the name of it uh this one had a really nice trailer that showed a lot of footage of what was leading up to uh leading up to the story of the video game and it it seemed odd that they just delivered like a really big trailer for the suicide squad movie and then they released a big trailer for a suicide squad video game that's a seemed like seemed like that was a lot happening at once but i don't know i think that opening scene looked pretty amazing it doesn't make me want to play the game but it definitely makes me want to watch whatever happens in that story so uh yeah i think it looks pretty cool what did you guys think of suicide squad kill the justice league uh let's go back to joey it was a uh, mostly CG trailer. We didn't see any gameplay, so I don't know how far off the game is. Uh, the concept is cool. I, I Actually, it looks like they're making the Justice League bad from them being infected by Brainiac? Yeah, it looked like or Brainiac, some, yeah. Right. So I actually... Or the coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> I, it takes it down a notch for me. I really was like thinking, oh, maybe you'll actually play as villains and have to do bad things but instead they're still gonna you know end around and make you the good guys to stop the bizarre or uh excuse me the brainiac infected justice league so uh that kind of takes it down a notch for me i already we already know what the gameplay is going to be like it's going to be exactly like the batman games mm, no it might be more like uh think of like left for dead or uh or like uh, avengers that just is in beta. oh yeah yeah, 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 I might be more like Avengers, actually. Yeah, you got a point there. But uh, we'll see. I, I got to see gameplay. It's hard for me. I, I'm old. I know better than to get excited about any video game when they don't show you anything. So anybody can make a good CG trailer. Um, it's harder to make a good CG movie. Ask uh, Square with Final Fantasy, The Spirits <laughs> Within. But let's uh, let's wait to see some footage. I'll give that a two out of five. That was a deep cut there, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Eichel, what about you? No, that movie sucked. Oh, no, I have to agree with Joey. Uh, and then I'll tell you what, Joey, if I'm not excited for it, I mean, I'm not really sure. All right, let me give you the scoop. All right, let me give you the scoop here, guys. This game is probably going to be riddled with a lot of microtransactions, and it's going to be one of those multiplayer games where they try to make it a live service, a game that you could play for years, as opposed to maybe being a game that's narrative-driven kind of like the Arkham games, which me and Aubrey are like big fans of. And from what I hear that this is going to be like games of service and like multiplayer uh, focus, that's not my style of game. Also, I don't give a shit about the Suicide Squad (laughs) and the four characters that they chose for us to play as, I don't give a fuck about. And Joey nailed it. It's probably going to be just the DC version of that Avengers game that nobody cares about. So, yeah, I'd give it a two and a half out of five because the trailer was dope, but I don't care about the game. Ooh, man. Tough crowd. Aubrey, the video game queen. What did you think of uh, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League? Well, this is developed by Rocksteady, so it's going to have more of like that Arkham Knight, Arkham Asylum feel to it, which is really exciting. It's going to be a... um, four-player co-op or they're going to have the option for four-player co-op which is really awesome because you don't see too many um four-player co-op games these days 
so I'm excited. Um, it, it's open world too in Metropolis. Um, so I, I can't wait. I'm going to give it a five out of five. Whoa. Drop the five. Ah, I love it. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think the trailer looked pretty cool. I can just watch the trailer. I don't even need to play a video game at all. I just, I just watch that. Um, I like King Shark. I thought King, the King Shark character was actually pretty funny. Um, and I thought they did a really good job kind of showing who those characters are from what I know of them. Uh, so, yeah, it made it really interesting. So, uh, yeah, I'll never play it. But like I said, I'll watch someone else play the hell out of it. So I'm going to give it a uh, I'm going to give it a three out of five for someone who doesn't play video games. All right. So uh, the big enchilada that we're going to wrap up the, the movies on, so to speak, is we finally got some footage, not behind the scenes footage, but actual film footage of Matt Reeves, the Batman kind of got to look at his aesthetic what he was the visual style that he's going for we got to look at some of the characters the riddler penguin uh commissioner gordon uh and uh, a really i think a really good representation of what what robert pattinson is going to bring to the bruce wayne slash batman character so uh yeah let's go around a room and see what do we think of the batman let's go back to aubrey i think that um what i could see of the trailer looked really good i couldn't pick out really Penguin and Riddler, uh, which bothered the crap out of me because the Riddler is probably my favorite villain in the Batman series. And I watched the trailer multiple times, so I don't know what my problem is. <laughs> um, I'm hoping that if I watch it a third, fourth, fifth, millionth time, that I'll be able to see them. But it actually didn't look that bad, which is surprising because I gave this a lot of shit. So I'm going to give it a four out of five. All right. Four out of five. All right. All right. Uh, Joey, what about you, man? How do you feel about the Batman trailer? It's uh, it's weird. I, I'm I'm going to give it a five out of five. Whoa. Right up front. I'll just give you that. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm excited oh, about it. it. Yeah. There you go. I'll throw oh, it in there. <laughs> yeah. Joey's getting sexy right now. <laughs> <laughs> explain yourself. Getting, um, explain yourself. Um, Take your clothes off. <laughs> I think it looks cool. It looks uh, great visually. I think Pattinson looks awesome as Batman. Um, him beating the fuck out of that guy was cool. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I thought that was great. Um, I think everything looks really cool and looks how it's supposed to be for what Matt Reeves is going for, which is more of a darker um, detective type vibe. So for what they're trying to do, I- I'm all in. I like it. Um, I liked the Nolan movies. I don't love Batman Begins, and I certainly do not like Dark Knight Rises, but I think The Dark Knight is the best uh, Batman film ever made. Not not, not a uh, crazy go-out-there-on-a-limb position, I know. But it, 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 so anything with more of that aesthetic that they can try to nail looks good to me. Um, I don't know how this is going to play to the masses, but who the hell knows? You know, It looks really dark, and uh, I... I'm excited. I think it looks really cool, and I am all in. Five out of five. Ah, I love it. Five out of five is crazy. Iko, what did you think of the Batman trailer, dude? I have Lex Luthor's Jolly Rancher in my mouth right now. <laughs> um, what? That was weird. Listen, this this was a five out of five because I was like, at first, like when he was cast, I was just like, ugh, like... I still wanted my Batman movie with Ben Affleck and I was still kind of like salty. But now that there's a chance that he might come back as uh, on an HBO show and there's like this whole multiverse thing, like it allowed me to sort of watch this without that wall of uh, being like an angry fanboy. And Mm. I absolutely love it. You know, it's funny because people were complaining that, you know, Batman versus Superman was a little too dark. This looks darker than that by like (laughs) times a thousand. This looks like seven, the movie seven, but with Batman in it. It's amazing that that ending scene where Batman, like just like starts using like the, the back of his fist to like pound that guy's like face in. It's, ah, Jesus, it's Batman unhinged. And I love it. All right, awesome. So another five out of five for Ico. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I will absolutely agree with you, Ico. It does look like seven with Batman thrown like right in the middle of it. And I mean, there's like a room full of cops and he just walks. He just struts in just in a bat suit like it's no big deal. Uh, yeah, and Aubrey, um, 
the Riddler and a penguin there, it's very fast. Like you, you barely see them. Um, the Riddler is the guy that's taping up the dude at the beginning, at the very beginning of the trailer. Uh, and the penguin is the guy. I thought that was hush. Yeah. You, you would think so. Like you, with the, with the bandages all over the face, but it was like duct tape. He duct taped that dude's face. And the guy that was doing it was the Riddler. I thought it was funny that he had like his glasses on outside of his mask. I thought it was kind of funny. Oh, he did have glasses on. Okay, that's it. All right. And uh, wow. the, the penguin is the guy that was driving a car that's like, this guy's nuts. Or whatever the line No, is. I saw that. The, the makeup on Colin Farrell's face, like, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I could not believe that that was Colin Farrell. Seriously. Like, so, yeah, Matt Reeves is uh, he's a director that I've, I've loved for a while. Uh, I am surprised how dark this looks, but you can get away with that with the Batman character. Superman does not quite work in that dark world. That's why... Um, I think Batman v Superman doesn't quite get it, get that part right. But yeah, putting Batman in it in that kind of dark setting works perfectly. And him beating the shit out of uh, the Cobra Kai gang, I thought that was awesome. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I'm giving it a, a five out of five. Also, um, let's go, Matt Reeves. Let's go. Ah, I love it. Uh, all right. So then, like, just a, a really couple of quick hits. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, we got a look at the new Flash costume. Uh, the Flash movie is coming out from the director of Stephen King's It, Part 1 and 2. Uh, what did you guys think of The Flash's new costume and this idea that that uh, Bruce Wayne's going to be playing a part of the story? Uh, let's go back to Ico. Uh, I love it. There was something that Ezra Miller said uh, that <laughs> completely... I, I will things into existence. I don't know if you guys are aware of that yet. So if there's stuff that you guys want, like shows or movies you want brought back, just let me know and I'll see what I can do. (laughs) But Ezra Miller said he wants Nicolas Cage to play Superman. And he was dead ass serious about that. And he said, he said Nicolas Cage missed his chance to play Superman. And he goes, I would love him to play Superman in my movie. And I started like getting so emotional when he said that I, that has me more excited for, any other movie we have talked about on the list today, by the way, <laughs> like when he said those words, if Nicolas Cage is playing Superman in a DC movie, a live action DC movie. Oh, boy. 2020 is <laughs> weird, man. All right. All right. Um, Joey, what about you? Dude? What did you think about the Flash new costume? It's fine. It got me so excited. I, I was going to go choke a woman on the red wow. carpet. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! You did not. Whoa! I <laughs> uh, no. I I I I'm. Uh, I don't really care about the Flash. I, I didn't like Ezra Miller in Justice League as the Flash. Maybe the Zack Snyder cut will change that, but I certainly didn't like him in that. Um, so we'll see. I'm more excited about Affleck being in this. I'm more excited about Michael Keaton being in this. I'm excited about the potential of other weird things. Like Igo said, uh, Nicolas Cage as Superman in this would be freaking amazing. So. It is strange, though, that they're going to build a Flash movie on the excitement of cameos from other people. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's a little strange, but we'll see how they handle it. I know, you know, like Captain America Civil War was really sold on everybody fighting and all the other characters. But at its heart, it was still a Captain America movie. So hopefully they do that with the Flash. But then if they're going to go so far into the marketing of Batman, 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 that these guys are only in the movie for 15 minutes each or something, people might walk out disappointed. So we'll see. Um, I, I do th- I think uh, is the girl that played Iris in Justice League coming back. Did we talk about uh, she probably? Is. Yeah, yeah. She was recast right by all the actors and all the filmmakers by bringing back the guy who played Barry Allen's dad and like keeping like everything the same team together. A lot of filmmakers, as you saw, still respect Zach's work, as you saw, like Patty and uh, Ushetti, like shouting him out and stuff like that. So I feel like they probably have either been consulting each other or maybe, you know, throwing ideas back and forth. So probably very likely she'll be back. She's very cute. So I wouldn't mind seeing her back again. But that that's it. That's it. Travel through the multiverse and, and wherever you go, Iris is very hot. So. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Although, actually, they mentioned uh, online they might even bring the Flash from the TV show in for a cameo as well. So that's awesome. They're just going wild. They're going wild. So I'm going to give it a, uh, I don't know, I'll say a two and a half out of five until I see more of what this is besides, hey, kids, you liked Batman. Remember Batman? Hey, kids, you liked Ben Affleck. Remember Ben Affleck? Like, like I need to see what the actual movie is about other Mm -hmm. than 
maybe him just running from scene to scene being like, hey, look, Nicolas Cage is Superman. And he runs to the next scene like, like show me what the movie is and then I'll get excited. I don't I don't know about you guys, but if how cool would it be if Warner Brothers was like, let's reach out to Marvel and let's like let's have a scene where like the Flash runs past like Doctor Strange, like doing some crazy wizard shit because they have canonically been in comic books together, the Marvel and DC universe. Like how crazy would that be? If he just reached out to Kevin Feige, I know Kevin Feige would probably not do it, but just as like a like a wink or a nod, I think that would be awesome. And and again, that is possible since DC's getting crazy with it. But it, I guess it just depends on if anyone else is throwing out that idea. Yeah, I think Kevin Feige would do something like that. I doubt very much DC would be like, "Hey, let's reach out to Marvel." <laughs> I'm sure that would be a line drawn in the sand that uh, there might there might not be any coming back from once fans see that. I think DC is pretty much like, yeah, they keep them over there. We, we're going to do our, our business over here. Um, Eichel, what did you think of that suit, dude? What what, what score do you give uh, the new? Oh, yeah, suit? I'm sorry. I, I got like gushed over Nicolas Cage. And I didn't <laughs> tell you about the suit. The suit looks dope. I thought it was cool that he said that Batman designed it, which yeah. is going to be Ben Affleck's Batman. Um, this might be the final time you ever see Ben Affleck as Batman. There was a comment from his wife that said that he might come back for other stuff. So it's cool. I like to see the suit. It was a cool concept art. I thought they were going to do the thing where they have uh, Ezra Miller in like the costume itself and sort of like test footage. But uh, I guess it's probably too early to be talking about any kind of test footage. All right. Aubrey, what about you? What did you think of the new Flash suit? Um, the suit's cool. It's just hashtag not my Flash, so <laughs> but it, I don't really care. But it not a Flash movie at all. It looks like your Flash. Like his Flash suit looks a lot like the Flash suit from the TV show. I don't care. I don't like it. It's Ron Miller. <laughs> I give it a one point five. All right, fair enough. Fair oh, enough. Just don't meet him <laughs> on the red carpet anytime. <laughs> uh, it reminded me a lot of the Green Lantern suit. Like it had like the little strobe lights that were zipping through it. So it looked a lot like the Green Lantern, like a red version of the Green Lantern suit. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's cool that they got rid of all of the little metal pieces and it, it looks more comic accurate. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a I'll give it a four. And I like Stephen King's It movies. Um, I think that director is really good. So uh, I'm glad to see that he's really on board to do this Flash movie. So that's pretty dope. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. So then uh, the last thing is uh, we got a little bit of uh, concept art for Black Adam. The Rock uh, has been promoting this thing for 10 years now. It looks like it's finally going to happen. What do you guys think of the Black Adam uh, concept art? Uh, let's start with Joey. Is this really actually going to happen? Is this fine? Have we, haven't we been talking about this for almost, what, almost six years, I would think, right? It's almost the, as long as the show's been going on, we've been talking about this. But we're we're closer we're closer than than ever before, right? So could be Green Lantern at one point. They were talking about him being Luke Cage, I think, at one point before that went Netflix instead of movies. Um, right. Look, I love I love The Rock. Um, I've always loved The Rock all the way back to wrestling. Uh, no matter what movie he's in, whether it's Tooth Fairy, Skyscraper, to Hobbs and Shaw, anything, whether it's a good movie, a shitty movie, a meh movie, he gives a hundred and ten percent. So, you know, he's all in as Black Adam. I love the character. I love the Justice Society. I love that whole run of comics. I'm excited, but I'm just like, I'm so cautiously optimistic because I don't want the JSA to just be cannon fodder for The Rock to beat up in a movie. Um, and I, I just feel like this has been coming for so long. Like, is it ever going to actually come out? Or are we ever going to actually sit down in a movie theater and watch a Black Adam movie? Which even just saying that aloud sounds crazy. <laughs> so, like, um, I'm going to give it a three out of five. Uh, I'm I'm cautiously excited. All right, all right. Iko, what about you, man? How do you feel about uh, the Black Adam concept art? Uh, I I I don't I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I was like I was telling you guys like I was more excited when he wanted to be Green Lantern at first, but then I guess something was happening with Green Lantern at the time that he didn't get it, and then eventually he switched over to Black Adam. I don't know. The costume looks like the the promotional art that he showed looks like the same stuff that like Boss Logic has been like putting out on Twitter for like the last few years. So it's I like made a bet with someone that I was like, oh, you're going to see him in costume. You're going to see test footage of The Rock in like the costume, at least. And he just showed his concept art. I'd give it 
a zero. That's going to be a no for me, Kalel. That's going to be a no for me, Kalel. All right, dog. Kalel, no. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, Aubrey, how about you? How did you feel about what you saw for Black Adam? I'm with Joey. I'm cautiously optimistic. I did like the Shazam movies. Um, so I do think like they at least have something good going there. But and the rock does give 110% to whatever role he's playing, whether it's good or bad. Um, so I, I'm excited, but I don't want them to fuck it up. Don't do him dirty. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, just to make it clear, I am excited for the movie, sort of. I just, like, they're showing off, like, stuff that people have drawn. I'm like, I don't care. Oh, show me footage. Yeah, you know what? Um. All that concept art was actually done by Boss Logic, so that was an easy gig for him to get. Oh, he's, been, he's been doing it for years. That was easy. Also, <laughs> random guess as well, because, okay, then, yeah. All right, then there you go. Um, yeah, so, Aubrey, uh, what, what's your score, 0 to 5? Um, I'm going to give it a 2. Okay. All right. Um, I couldn't – I wasn't a fan of Shazam. Uh, I'm not really that familiar with Black Adam. The concept art that they showed looked pretty cool. Uh, I honestly don't care what the movie is about. They showed that Hawkman and Dr. Fate is going to be in it. And as someone who collected the superpower toys when I was a kid, uh, that's all I want. So I could care less what Black Adam is about. Just give me Hawkman and Dr. Fate in live action DC movie and you got my money. So, uh, Mark, I'm right there with you. Like, (laughs) I got more excited for this movie when they said Hawkman uh, and Dr. Fate was going to be in it. I was like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. this is kind of interesting. But here's the thing, though. I like how The Rock is like, oh, there's a new hierarchy of power in the DC universe. I'm like, bro, Black Adam is not even that strong. Wonder Woman could just slap your ass around if she (laughs) wanted to. Shut up. He's got to hype it up the best he can. 110% The Rock. Bro, Elastic Man could whoop (laughs) Black Adam's ass. Uh, so I'm going to give it a, a four out of five, four out of five. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's pretty much it. I think DC fandom was a success. I think they did a really good job. Uh, I had no idea I was going to be sitting in front of my computer for the entire day, but, uh, yeah, they did. I think they did a really good job. What, what would you give the DC fandom experience a rating zero to five? Uh, let's start with, uh, let's start with Aubrey. I uh, did not watch it, but I think that they did a really good job at um, what they displayed. Mm-hmm. So give it a uh, three. A three. Okay. All right. Yeah. Because we're on the other side of DC fandom. So I feel like this is a um, another is a more positive. Uh, we have more more positive uh, feedback. Not feedback. We have more positive stuff to talk about than uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. I think that this year is probably the most positive we've been about stuff that they've shown to release so all right all right joy what about you the whole dc fandom as an experience how do you think they did i'm gonna give it a five out of five Mm, i think they did a great job this is the best virtual convention thing that they've had yet this year blew away san diego um metaverse from new york comic-con was good but this is a a step above they did a good job of spacing out the announcements all day and it was just hype all day about DC. I think they did a, a fucking great job. I, I'm going to go five out of five. I'd love to see them do this yearly. And I, I'm very interested to see how Marvel Studios is going to respond. Well, they have D23, so they can just take over that if they wanted to, I think. Yeah, they can give us the D23. But, <laughs> you know, it is yeah, what they- it is. And I just wanted to shout out what probably pushed this up to a five out of five instead of a four out of five was the announcement that Milestone Comics is coming back and potential um, icon and Static Shock movies slash animated movies. Hell yeah. Dude, Static Shock movie. Just take my money now. I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) Is is Static Shock still in the DC universe? He's like part of the Justice League, right? It's complicated. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's rights issues. That's why this has been taking so long. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird, because I remember watching Static Shock team up with Batman and all the Justice League when I was younger, and that's how I was introduced to Static Shock. There's there's rights issues, unfortunately. <laughs> so, Eichel, how do you feel about the uh, the whole DC fandom experience? I have to agree with Joey. Uh, I have to give it a five out of five. The way that they presented it was cool. Um, even for like the announcements that I or even like in the between the announcements of stuff that I was looking forward to, like there was like a lot of cool stuff. There was like segments with like artists drawing and like them like doing sort of like a mystery science theater but with batman characters and like it was cute it was basically even if you sort of just watched it like as something in the background all day it's almost like if dc had like their own channel yep like tv channel 
for a day. And it was really cool. It was awesome. Uh, a lot of really cool announcements. Uh, also, it's the best live streamed anything that we've had all year. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Aubrey, I don't know how excited Aubrey gets for E3, but I, we didn't really get that this year, which is basically like a bunch of like cool video game announcements. So to have DC sort of come in and fill that gap for me was really cool. So yeah, five out of five for me. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I would uh, I would agree. I would say five out of five, too. Um, I thought all of the the in-between stuff was really cool. Uh, I agreed. The milestone announcement, which was a secret panel that they didn't talk about. I thought that was really cool. Uh, there was a panel where they showed um, a, a handful of the uh, black actresses that are all over uh, D.C., like between uh, the TV shows and uh, let them talk about their experiences working um, in this field, in a superhero field. I, I thought that was really cool, too. It's, it's always nice to see Iris from uh, from The Flash and Megan Good. Oh, it sure is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, I give it a five out of five also. I was very impressed. Way, way to go, DC. We, we're, we're proud of you. You did something good. Um, so, yeah, so that's it. That's DC Fandom 2020. All right. Well, then I guess it's time to wrap it up before we tap it up. Let's get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Ico the Rain Man, why don't you let the listeners know where they can find you across the interwebs? All righty. You can find me on all social media platforms at Ico the Rain Man, or you could just visit my website to check out some of my content, which is IcoTheRainMan.net, TheCourtOfTheOwls.com, KodoGang.com, and Operation5AM.com. I had to secure all those websites. I'm sorry. <laughs> but they all lead to the same location to be able to find stuff. Eventually, they will be split off into different branches. But uh, yeah, you could go download my album as well, Lyrical Go On, which is available to stream everywhere, which is a cool little project that I have floating around. And you could go visit my YouTube channel at Operation 5 AM on YouTube. Awesome. Any recommendations for the listeners this week? Uh, recommendations. Um, I've been watching a ton of Jackie Chan movies lately. And we'll have to say... I would recommend two movies off the top of my head that I think that are really fun classics to go back to is Jackie Chan Super Cop, the first one, and Jackie Chan First Strike. So those are my recommendations for the week. Awesome. Super Cop is awesome. I saw that in the movie theater and it came out so long ago that my wife actually went and saw it with me. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I can't imagine a world where Jen would go to see that with me now, but that's okay. <laughs> Aubrey, you she really what do you liked got? You back then. Yeah, she was pretending, I guess. Aubrey, what do you got? Um, I recommend everybody go watch Sabrina season three. I think I recommended it when it actually first came out, but I actually just watched it all, and the ending is pretty cool. There's some parts throughout the season where I wish they didn't happen, but it is what it is. Otherwise, it's a pretty good season, and I'm excited for season four. I'm also really excited for it to go over to HBO. Nice. Excellent. I love that show. Good bring. Marcellus, how about you? Uh, yeah, I haven't watched anything except for our T-shirt store being built online. So uh, I would suggest go to our website. We have a T Public button there that you can press that brings you to our So Wizard store. T-shirts, mugs cell phone cases, all types of stuff that you can buy with the Soul Wizard logo, uh, different logos that uh, that we've designed and are, and even some with our faces on it. So uh, yeah, buy some merchandise because uh, I worked really hard on it. <laughs> all right. Well, I will suggest that everyone goes to soulwizardpodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. So is podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or just about anywhere under the sun that you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search So Is Your Podcast, and you will find tons of free, exclusive content there. Adam just dropped a couple interviews on uh, Avengers in-game statue unboxing, and he's got more coming this week. So definitely go check that out. If you want to monetarily support the show, you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com backslash Podcast, And for a small donation each month, you can get extra exclusive episodes of the podcast. This month, it's the only place you can hear our reviews of Hamilton from Disney+. And I will be reviewing the movie She Dies Tomorrow. As Mark Ellis just mentioned, we just launched our Public store. If you want to purchase t-shirts and other tchotchkes with the store logos on them, there's lots of cool stuff on there, and you can go there on our website. There's a button that says T Public Store right on the front page. Click it. It'll take you right through, and you can buy whatever you like to your heart's content. I will echo my recommendation from last week. 
uh, and suggest that you check out Lovecraft Country on HBO Max. I watched the first episode yesterday, and it is chef's kiss. Uh, fantastic. Hopefully, the whole season keeps it up, doesn't <laughs> fall off the rails at some point, and I'll feel bad about my recommendation, but that is definitely something you should check out. It's only one episode so far, and uh, <laughs> I think you can keep up with it. So check it out. Lovecraft that, Country. Is that show like Twilight Zone? Like every episode is its own thing? No, it's uh, all one storyline. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got to check that out. Huh. You do. You really do. But that is going to do it for episode number 316 of the So Wizard podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts have been the man, the myth, the legend, Ico the Rain Man. So Wizards, we called like cool blizzards. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I wish somebody loved me enough to make me waffles. <laughs> if you want them tomorrow morning i can start driving now and uh the expert mr marquis marcellus reagan all right since uh Ico likes to uh wish things into existence uh i would really much like you to wish that st- that static shock movie in there for me uh we already got steve trevor back so i don't need that anymore do but, you want uh, do you want a TV show, live action TV show? I want static a static shock, or do you want? I want a movie? big, fat, two hundred million dollar live action movie. That's what I want. All right. Now, do you want it to be its own thing, or do you want it to be connected to the DC universe somehow, I even want, in a minor way? I want it to nope, be a, its own thing. Yeah, its own thing. Its own thing. And if you can, and if you can squeeze Michael B. Jordan there in there somewhere, I'm I'm fine with that too. Oh, bro, I got you, dog. <laughs> I got you. I fucking. Bro, Michael B. Jordan as like Shadow or so. Oh my god, that never mind. I, all right, <laughs> that sounds that sounds like an idea. I will I will do much meditating for you tonight. Sir. Awesome, awesome. Thank you very much, dude. And uh, Wakanda right, forever. No problem. <laughs> I'll do I'll do what I, I do what I can for you guys. You know, I try. I try. While while we're wishing, I'm waiting for Candace Patton to ring the doorbell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week when we review Bill and Ted Three. Bill and Ted Ooh. Bass, the music. Good journey.